This podcast is brought to you by Hound. Hound comments on style violations and GitHub pull requests, allowing you and your team to better review and maintain a clean code base. Try it now at houndci.com. I got my dancing music again. Oh, man. <laughs> he's back. He's in. Where'd he go? Oh, he's gone. He went away. He's gone he's got now. Crashed on him. One woman show. Hi. Hi. Sorry. No worries. You sound awful, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you. By, by which I mean I don't think you're using the correct microphone. Like, hello? Your, uh, your input is not set to the... That's awesome. I don't know how to change that in Skype. Oh, audio and video settings are different from your preferences. Yep. Oh, it's because I'm using my headphone mic. You don't want me to record that? No, please no. <laughs> Why not? We can do a whole episode about that. Uh, I can't do wow. an episode about that. How do I say now? Hey, you sound better. like a jazz crooner. Or like a person that's not on a telephone. Yay. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true, yeah. That's exactly what he sounded like. Hi, Kyle. Hello. Hi. Uh, you're having tea and I'm having a beer. <laughs> Yeah, I think you have the better idea. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it feels, it's nice. I passed by the fridge and it and it was calling my name a little bit. And I opened it up and I was like, oh my God, there are so many beers in here. <laughs> I did that last time when I was at the office. And for some reason, having a beer while we record in my, I record in my house mm-hmm. is totally different than having a beer when I'm in the office. <laughs> and I, I can't get over why that is. It's like suddenly it's not okay because I'm in my house. Oh my god! I'm glad that that was the (laughs) yeah. That's my thought process right there on having beer while you podcast. Right. I'm glad that you. (laughs) I thought you. I thought that was going to be the opposite thing of. Well, I'm in the office. It doesn't feel right. I'm like, oh no! I'm like (laughs) looking at my beer on this like iHeart Data coaster. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's quite the opposite. If if I'm at the office, man, bring on the beer. Bring on the beer. If I'm at home, <laughs> suddenly it's yeah. No one listens to this, right? I don't think so. Have you ever worked in an office that had a keg? I mean, technically, that's our Austin office. We're at a WeWork, and oh. there's a keg. But the issue is with that is that there's so many people in the WeWork that by the time it comes to Friday afternoon, the keg is tapped. And so it like totally defeats the purpose for me or like it's probably going to be the only time I ever have a beer. Oh no, that's so, that's sad. So it's just all week kind of people are going, you know, grabbing a beer at the end of the day. And then yeah, Friday is when you, yeah, I'm having one now because it's Friday. I wouldn't if we were right. doing this on a Monday. I'd be like, "Ugh, I got other. I gotta like go home and like <laughs> do other things." There's like no way. I don't know. It's not like I mean, you have a full week of a, being a person. Exactly. You you have a few days of of a weekend. You don't so have to be true. a person. I'm done being a person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done being. Yeah, I'm good. That's exactly what Fridays are for. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have any uh, non-person plans? this weekend mm, I don't think so yeah my kids dominate my weekend so I have like swim lessons and tumbling and chauffeuring around and that's 
that's what I do. Do you do all those things with them or you just watch them? I do swim lessons with my son. I oh. do not watch tumbling or do tumbling. <laughs> <laughs> I tumble on Saturdays. You should see my backflip. I've got it pretty good. Oh my goodness. I'm, I am convinced that in my past life I was like a British ballerina. <laughs> that is very specific and awesome. Exactly. Because I've always liked dancing. And then I, when I'm in the New York office, there's George is there who has a he's you know he's from Britain, and so he always catches me doing a fake British accent, and I always assure him that like I don't do this all the time, but I kind of do. But I'm it's like really funny. It's like a running joke now that I'm like saying something, and he's not in the room, and he walks in, and I'm doing a British accent, and he's like he always laughs. He's like, ugh, I love when Americans do British accents. It's just it warms my heart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, George, I don't always do this. I promise. <laughs> it's like, not it's not true. I was one in my past life. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what should we talk about besides beer and our weekend plans? And our past lives. Um, and our past lives. I don't know my past life, so I, I feel like out of the loop and kind of sad. Oh, that's a good homework assignment for you for next time. <laughs> I, <laughs> How do I figure that one out? I don't know. That's up to you to figure out, Kyle. It's not my it's not my homework assignment. I already know my I already know that answer. <laughs> you already know. You only know one past life. You have oh, to die for the that's so good. It's a good point. Well, definitely a whale trainer. Okay, I'm not gonna. I can I can go on for seriously whale, hours. Whale trainer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Orca whales in particular, who they are also my spirit animal. Do you know what – okay, one last question before we talk about real stuff. Do you know what your spirit animal is? This – I do. Okay. It's a Galapagos tortoise. Wow. How did you land on that? So we go to the zoo a lot because my kids love it. And a specific Galapagos tortoise at the zoo just like speaks to me. Wow. What does it say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I just see myself – in that tortoise. Wow, I love that. And you have like tortoise shell glasses. So that's so interesting. That was not intentional too. Maybe that's like my subconscious, oh my, my spirit animal coming through. Mm. I mean, I have so many whale shirts, like I don't even know what to do with them. So, and also I'm, I'm actually getting one mailed to me. My friend randomly saw a sweatshirt with orca whales on it and now it's on its way to my house. So I'm saying too much about that <laughs> so in terms of like design <laughs> you know we could just change what this podcast is we, about we, oh god i mean last time we did this we just talked about art mm -hmm. this time we're just talking about spirit guides and past lives mm -hmm. essentially multiple religions mm -hmm. i mean it's tentative that's the name of the so i mean it's it's in the name right so I guess that's, we're safe. <laughs> we're in a safe space. <laughs> the things that are on my mind design-wise, mm -hmm. maybe some, some of these aren't design things. So I just did a remote kickoff that was like condensed design sprint in about five hours. So we could talk about that. Yeah, let's do it. Also, one of the things that we talked about earlier, which is like something that's 
always on my mind, which is time management, Mm -hmm. and which kind of like gets at prioritization. Okay, those are pretty juicy. I also think like we could dive into, I don't think we talked last time about your research and the research project and how you've kind of expanded that. So that could be cool as well. So it's, it's like multiple choice, A, B, or C. Which one do you want? Well, all of all of the above. D. What? A, okay. Well, how was your kickoff? So, why was it a five-hour remote thing? Because the client that we have had already gotten they. This is, I guess, will be their second iteration on the product. Their first iteration was something that like was exciting for me to hear about and see, which was they basically just took a WordPress theme built a website that was essentially like a contact form and did a lot of manual work to kind of start to validate that they had a business. Mm. And so because they had already done that, they had more grounding onto what they wanted to build and what some of the problems they were going to face because they had a really minimal (laughs) first version of the product. So we're like, in version two for them. So I kind of skipped over Diverge. Mm-hmm. So went over, went through, understand. Also, the two people that are on the project, me and a developer, you already mentioned, George, we're working together. We were both on the sales calls. So we both ha- already have good context to some of what they're building. And even though some of it was like a couple months ago, you know, we still have that in the back mm-hmm. of our heads. How long was phase one? That's a good question. So phase one was probably about three hours. So, oh, so we, oh, I mean of their product. <laughs> oh, phase. <laughs> I'm thinking of. of, of, of I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I think they had the website up for a couple months and then okay. they, they shut it down. So what the way that I ran it is like the bits of the design sprint that I think are most crucial, especially if if there's already like validation. So having an understanding, getting a written, I like using job statement. So getting that written down and agreed upon and having a critical path from like inception of (laughs) the the problem to, or or pain point all the way to them getting the the outcome that they're, they're looking for. And through that, we kind of had a step-by-step, essentially, timeline of what the overall search looks like and what the app would look like, the details in the app. And we, like, I honestly just used a Google Docs, and there was a, some, some limitation to that, but it, it worked out pretty well where everyone could contribute to it, and it limited us in terms of text. But it was also... So like we couldn't do like graphical things to the critical path that, that I would normally do. Like, hey, there's this point actually goes all the way back to this point. But I think the trade-off was worth it instead of using something like slides or or another like whiteboarding tool. That's just cool. because this this was su- it's like a super linear process mm. from the way that they understand it right now. So there were no sketching exercises like you said you skipped diverge right right so skipped over the sketching exercises went from that critical path to 
writing down assumptions, tests, and how we know they're validated and doing the assumptions test table. I still think that's really important because it's still early days for the business. So making sure that we're writing down our assumptions Mm -hmm. and testing those. And then I went off on my own and did essentially like I wipe like this is what I would I would do typically in a room is I'd whiteboard sketch like what we all agreed on was would be the storyboard. Mm -hmm. And I just essentially did that. I sketched on my own through a series of sketches into Envision and had them click through it and be like, hey, what what's missing? What's important? What is here that did you? Go offline? Yeah. Okay, so you left for like a little while and you came back. Yeah, it was a full day. Wow. <laughs> we had two, two three-hour sessions. Okay. And we ended up ending the second one early. And so it worked out really well. I guess part of that is like I'm now going to make a more detailed prototype and we're going to bring in people to test. So. <laughs> some of that is a lie because we're going to extend out that part of the design sprint process. Mm-hmm. Are those going to be remote testing sessions or in person? Remote interview test type thing. Mm. I'm like, uh, remote stuff, It's it works. But there are some times it's, it's so hard to have, like I, I feel like the warming up, and getting someone feeling like they're ready to kind of speak openly and freely, like it's so much easier to establish that in person than like, wait, I had like these series of interviews once I had to do for exactly what you're talking about for a sprint. And they were all remote and they were like random, you know, someone get catching the Wi-Fi in a Starbucks. And I had to ask really personal questions to them about like death and their family. And so it's like they pop up on the screen and I'm like, hi, you don't know who I am at all. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even seriously don't know anything. Like, you don't even know what the app is I'm talking about. So it's like, what? oh, can you see me? Can you hear me? There's like people getting coffee. And it's like, tell me about the time your mom died. Like, oh, my <laughs> God, dude. That sounds terrible. Yeah, um. it was t- absolutely terrible. I felt like in person, that's more of an in-person, like, you want some tea? Like, you want to sit, get a blanket? You yeah, know? <laughs> there's definitely some some nicer things that you can do in person. The issue here is that I can't do them where I'm at, so I'd have to travel mm-hmm. by car or by plane to oh, Houston man. Oh, man. to do in-person interviews. And the timeline budget... Yeah, yeah. Well, it happens. I mean, no, not entirely yeah. worth it. What are some tips? Like, what are some ways that you make the someone feel comfortable remotely? Not to put you on the spot or anything. <laughs> <laughs> some of the things I think, like trying to get them to laugh, make it seem like mm-hmm. essentially like I'm the idiot that they're there to teach me. Mm, those are good. Those are those are the things that I'm usually trying to do because usually like like the power dynamic there, like user interviews are are a thing, like you really have to pay attention to like the power dynamic and how it's affecting how they're giving you feedback. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that is really awesome is you get to see body language in person that you don't necessarily get to see. And I think that's the, one of the most important things is like, there are things that I know to do in person that like 
are really easy things. Like if they think that I'm like the power in the relationship and I want them to think I make myself seem smaller, like slouch, mm. or if I want to seem more powerful, like just like spreading myself out, mm-hmm. talking over that, like there are things that I can do to like change that dynamic that I can think of. And and you're right, it it's harder to do through the screen but as long as i can still see them i can still kind of try and do that Mm -hmm. like make myself smaller on the webcam or like if the the power dynamic is reversed like talking over them being being a little bit of a jerk like it all kind of depends on that situation i feel like i have to over exaggerate some things but definitely like getting someone and i think this goes for almost any kind of interview like when i'm interviewing other designers that were looking to be hired, like I try to make some sort of joke at the beginning to like loosen up everyone. And then like, again, try and pay attention to that, that dynamic because especially in like interviewing designers, there is definitely a given dynamic there and seeing how they're trying to change the dynamic too. And and paying attention to their body language through video Mm. is interesting. I'm thinking about like, like that example I was just I just gave you about the Starbucks thing. The remote stuff is is hard. Like that kind of dynamic thing. Like they're in their world and you're in yours, you know? And it's like they have they're still in their world of distraction of like their own, you know, environment and then you're in yours and then you're coming together and then you're screen sharing a thing and like having them click and sharing their screen. It's like a million things to to kind of your finger crossed that they are tech savvy, you know? I I'm, I can, in my sleep, give directions on how to screen share on the Hangout. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would honestly, like, let's put you to sleep, <laughs> get a bed in, into the recording studio, and, and see what your instructions are. No. <laughs> Look at the yeah, screen. <laughs> I, a lot of that, like, definitely is, is really important to do. I know... For one of our clients, they're they're a big corporate company and they use GoToMeeting. And I was just like, you know what? I'll just use GoToMeeting because that's what they know. Like that makes it easy for them to set up. Whatever. Like it's a terrible experience, but that's what they know. And I know that I'll get the result. Whereas like if I had tried to get them to use Skype or Hangouts, like it would have just been a disaster. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. So some of that is just like understanding that that's going to happen. I do think like if that person like hopefully you, you told them like uh, some of the topics that you were going to go in and while me and you probably wouldn't want to talk about our you know a parent or a relative's death in the middle of a coffee shop like maybe maybe it's okay for that person and they yeah. don't mind and they weren't even thinking about it right like so you, what you said is really interesting of like they're in their environment where they feel secure and you're in yours and just got to make sure that that environment is something that they feel secure yeah, in. Yeah, so true. And it has secure, you know, yeah, Wi-Fi. It has Wi-Fi. That's that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're when do you start these these interviews? Do you do it next week? Uh, so I'm on like half time client work, and part of what we want to test is trust. And so I want a little more time to do visual design because I do think visual design helps tremendously with trust. Mm, mm-hmm. In what way do you, do you think? I think the brand, the way that the brand is communicating, 
like give strong signals to people whether they should be trusting it or not. It's funny, like what I'm aiming for is like almost homey, but like, I don't know. It definitely like, I do think that like type and layout do communicate a lot for trust. Like normally I would say like, let's just run with this sketch. Like we sketched out something really quick. It's mm. perfect. Let's, let's, this is a good prototype, but just inherent in that people are going to be like, uh, this is a sketch. Why are you asking me for my social? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not cool. I'm not giving you my social because you asked me to with a picture of a sketch. <laughs> so it's like that level of trust. And I don't, I also don't know what the implications of me asking for that and seeing if they'll type it in a recorded. So you just record- want their social. <laughs> You're yes, trying to find ways. Much. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to ruin their credit. What's the best way to ruin someone's credit? Best best way to steal <laughs> someone's credit card. Oh, a nicely designed text input that says social You're totally ruining this cool interview. You should fill out all of your credit card information and your social oh security number. And your PayPal information. And be okay with this yeah. checkbox that says that we are legally allowed to charge your credit card. <laughs> credit card, you got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's, a, that's, that's some exciting stuff you got going on there. Is That was today? Did you finish the sprint today? That was Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, good. Okay. For a second, I was like, wait a minute. Is this was that now? Like you're so fresh right now for doing. <laughs> I thought it was all day, like three and three in one. I was like, wow, what a day! But I'm glad you yeah, guys spread split it out it over two days. Oh, it's yeah. so nice. It's gonna be interesting because, like, it's not. It's definitely not a typical thoughtbot engagement mm-hmm. because me and George are both on it two days a week instead of the typical four. And so we we can do things like that, which is like just totally mix up the way that we're we're doing the project and make it better accommodating to all of our schedules. Because mm-hmm. the, the client asked for that as well. Like they're doing this, they have flexible schedules, but they're doing it with a full time job. Gotcha. I like that. I like non typical stuff. Yeah, breaking out of the mold. Yeah. I love changing up the design sprint to make it shorter. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> There's a couple times, because you don't need to do the whole thing sometimes, you know? There was one time the client just knew. Like, they had their research. They had everything they wanted to do. The ducks were in a row. And it just became more of a kickoff. It was like two days. I did a very similar thing to what you did. Like, I skipped, I skipped a couple of parts. And then after the second day, on day three, we were ready to start building a prototype. And like that was what happened, and everyone was really happy about that because they're like, "Oh, nice, <laughs> we can just start now." But this, but you know, the five day that's really helpful for if you really don't know what you want to build, you know. Yeah, I think using that as a framework mm-hmm. or guidelines, guidelines is a better better Ooh, word. Yeah, like it's a process, and if you've already done some of that process, it doesn't make sense to do it again. Yes. And sometimes that process gets like sometimes the understand gets uncovered in the sales process, you know, and like we just had this happen recently where we had like an actual we had a couple of hours worth of talking and we basically did all of the like the first day of the sprint, the understand phase, everything even wrote on the whiteboard. So now it's like the question is like, um, okay, do we 
do have <laughs> do we have them do that again if they want to work with us like because to them they did it you know i don't know i mean we'll figure it out but it's always interesting like yeah you know but sometimes it's 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 good to repeat information because you kind of see then what, what, what the difference is you know for me it's it's important that the team who's doing it has that understand process oh, yeah and sets those problem statement job statement and then the critical path like if the team that's doing the project was in that sales call and like by all means like let's skip over that they they've already done it but yep. if they weren't i think it it makes sense to repeat that information and essentially download that into everyone's brain have everyone be on the same level yeah definitely it makes it better experience it's tough when people when, when people join in halfway through it happens it totally happens people are traveling they can't make the first day so it's interesting to like find ways to get everyone on the same page than like on a tuesday or wednesday I'm, you know, on this project I'm on right now, we've been very astute with with recording stuff, with like having artifacts of research we've done, whether that be through personas, whether that be through relationship maps, affinity boarding, things like that. Because usually it's an afterthought to be like, oh, I have to include everyone who's not on this project also in on what we're doing. <laughs> So we've had a lot of time on, I'm on this really intense, like this really big research project right now. So it's been really cool to have some breathing room. It's it's basically a three month long design sprint. So the month, month one is, is the research. Month two is prototyping and getting feedback. And month three is, you know, building the thing. So we just, we're halfway through, like exactly halfway through. So it's been interesting to have so much time to actually be really diligent about making stuff presentable in a way where anyone can look at it and get value from it, you know? So Yeah, that's something that we're not typically doing. So that's, we're both, both on atypical projects. Is like, we typically say, hey, everyone who is on this project that's going to have a say on the project needs to be involved so that we don't have to do that kind of documentation because inevitably a lot of that stuff changes but i do feel like there are a lot of cases where it would be best for us to to do more documentation and spend just a little more time on like writing down a synopsis of like this is what we went over if you miss this day this is the thing exactly or if you miss this week like this is the stuff that we learned this week. Like, this is what we validated. This is what we invalidated. These are the questions that we asked. Rather than just what I feel like I do typically is just take all the recordings, dump them into a <laughs> a Dropbox folder, and be like, uh, these are the three takeaways. <laughs> and I'm going to add cards for them and start making it, like, start the process of doing them. Yes, me too. <laughs> Especially and, in a five-day thing. Do that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, not do that detailed documentation of like, this is what was said. Yeah. And before just doing like, this is my understanding of it. Just being like, this is my understanding of what needs to be done. Mm. Here's the three cards in Trello. Yeah. I'm going to start doing them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the fact that it is a few days, that is the nature of the of that beast. You know, I think the interesting thing about having three months to do this part of the process it kind of it gives you the time to do all of the things you've ever wanted that you know is a good practice to do 
it like gives you the time to actually do those things. And <laughs> the biggest thing I've learned, you know, and one thing that I've you know, been trying to push with this project is do them now, like do it while it's in your head. Just do the personas now, like don't put them off. If we have a few hours in the afternoon, let's get these done. Like been really pushing on completing stuff and not letting things hang. Because mm -hmm. then if you add ellipses to everything, oh, my God. I mean, it's going to be the end of the third month. We built this thing. And it's like, oh, crap, wait, I didn't fill out the last two personas. Like, who's going to do Like, why? I'm not going to do that. Like, I don't even like you. You are in a mindset with every phase that you go through. So it's like phase one was all like we're sponges and went out into the field and interviewed over 20 people over the course of four weeks. Like you are in a mode where you are listening and like writing things down and making connections. So like that is the perfect mode to be in to make, you know, some artifacts from this research, you know, now we're out of that phase. So I, I would be able to like pop back in to my brain like four weeks ago and, you know, like make a persona, like not right now. Now <laughs> we're doing prototypes, you know? So I don't know. You just gotta, you just gotta do it in the moment, you know, when it's, that's kind of it's a segue into the other thing we're going to talk about time management. Because <laughs> wait, do we have enough time to do talk about time management? <laughs> I was going to say, you know, when you're really busy, like for me personally, like when it comes to doing a little thing like responding to an email, like in the past when I had when I had time to like you know process stuff or whatever, I would be like, I'll respond in like a little bit. Let me, I'll think about it. I'll make a response. I'm going to make some make some tea right now. No. Now I'm like, okay, reply, just type a bunch of stuff, send, like, on to the next thing. Like, in the moment, <laughs> it's, like, the only way. <laughs> I don't know. Do you get into that mode where you're just, like, doing things right as they come up? I do. Email is a task. Oh. And, like, I set aside time and just, like, Let's crush through this and then shut down the email and focus on other things. Oh, yeah. I think for me, a lot of what that is is just like making sure that I'm focused. Mm -hmm. And so like what you said is like, yeah, I used to like open up my email, read it and be like, okay, I'll think about it and just like keep my email open while I do other things. And like now it's, you know, having a lot to do makes you, I think, more focused and is like, Okay, I have the next half hour to like respond to all these emails yes. or do all of the tasks associated with these emails. So like, let's knock it out. <laughs> yes, like when I open my email inbox, I know that like I have to respond to stuff while I'm, you know what I mean? Like it's like opening Pandora's box of like the next few tasks I have to do. That's definitely one thing that I like doing. The other thing I'll do is I'll mark even if it's not a meeting with people, like if I Right now, I'm, I'm on a project two days a week. Like, I need to make sure that I'm getting that time in. So what, what I'll do is I'll mark that project time in my calendar. And so eventually, like, my calendar looks like this stack Lego brick thing. But I know, like, when I have project time, I should be doing project time. And that helps me to create that kind of focus. So making sure that, like, this is the task I should be doing now. And I should be focused on the, just this mm -hmm. and not checking my email or, or doing whatever else. Yes. Don't you call it danger zone or something? <laughs> Though that's, that's Friday <laughs> lunch. 
Friday lunch. There's this like whenever I go to book something with Kyle on Friday. Yeah. There's a giant block that just says danger zone. And I'm like, ooh, I don't want to touch that. I remember one time I was like, I had to talk to you really quick, but I only had 15 minutes, the last 15 minutes of your danger zone. And I remember messaging you, messaging you and being like, Kyle, um, it says danger zone on your calendar. Like, I don't know what to, can we, can we talk really quick? Like, do you have a minute? <laughs> So that's just our Friday lunches here in Austin. <laughs> they could be like 45 minutes or they could be like two and a half hours, depending on, oh, on where so we go. Nice. Because we, there's only there's only three of us here. There's only been like at the most 10. And so we've always just gone and instead of like our bigger offices that get catered lunch, yeah. we'll go out, out to eat. And so there's the time that it takes to walk to a restaurant and then, you know, time <laughs> right. to serve all of those people and then time to walk back. And, and, you know, depending on all those variables, like it could be 45 minutes, like we could go somewhere really close yeah. and it'd be done really quick. Or, or we could go, on like, a boat. especially in, in Austin, like <laughs> if it's a nice day and we want to go to a nice place, it's a little, like 20 minute walk. We'll yeah. do it. That sounds great. I love that. Love that danger zone. That's good. Now I know. We take advantage of the, the Austin weather here, and and oh, so yeah. I think it was Gordon who who said this is a like danger zone because me me and him kept on like scheduling things at like one o'clock, mm -hmm. and oh that's tough yeah. So then it's it's in this danger zone of like, will I be able to make it back for for this one o'clock meeting? That's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now that everyone knows that, I'm sure they're better off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel great. I feel I informed. That, yeah. That narrative out there. <laughs> <laughs> For our two listeners, you and me. Thanks. Half the listener base feels good. Uh, all right. I think that's a good place. Yeah. I like how the time management section got pushed to the end. Oh, my and that God. All we did was talk about danger zone. <gasps> that's, that's how you and emails people. You just do email. And block off three hours on Friday. Danger zone. <laughs> block off three hours for a All Friday caps. lunch. Yes. All apps. Yes. You have to <laughs> sing so the funny. song while you do it. It's all in the notes. <laughs> and done? Sure. We're done. Yay, we're done. We did Just it. Just go find the show notes. This is some episode number. Right. Oh, and... God. <laughs> <laughs> So seriously, like, what number is this? I, I don't know still, and I still don't know what the Twitter handle is, so nothing has changed. We oh, <laughs> I know the Twitter handle. It's at TentativeFM, and no one ever tweets us, so tweet us. Make me feel special. Yes, make Kyle feel special, please. Let's do this. And we'll block off time next time to learn what the episode number is. I'll put it on my calendar. Looking it up. Wait, I think I know. Hold on. And it's your time. Forty-six. It's forty-six. Found it. I looked it up faster than me. Well, it's it's on the file name. So thanks, Tom. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, right. So yeah, organized. It has its perks. Oh, it does. It really does. Okay, so this was episode forty-six. You can see our show notes at tentative.fm/slash forty-six. Tweet us at, at tentative.fm. Email us at hosts at tentative.fm. Cool. Mic drop. Drop. Oh. Yeah, oh my God, we're on the same page right now. Crazy. This podcast was brought to you by ThoughtBot. 
We are experienced designers and developers who turn your idea into the right product. With local studios in Boston, San Francisco, New York, London, Austin, Raleigh, and Washington, D.C., let's build something great together. <laughs>